Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I think I'm supposed to say something about the football. I don't know. Honestly, now, okay, full disclaimer. If you're listening to this in England Shire, well, maybe you've got a better idea than I do. But the nearest comparison I can extrapolate, thank you very much, is basically football is doing what Sugar Babes did about 10 years ago. And essentially, I think we all know that that ended terribly, didn't it? And uh, Mushia had to take everyone to court and then she got some money. And uh, I mean, R.I.P. Mushia, but no. So, you know, people are quite angry about it. And you know what? I actually think the gays knew that this was coming because gays, notoriously anti-capitalist. I don't know if you've ever been in a park and seen what happens when a football goes towards a homosexual. Recoil. Absolutely recoil. That, my friends, is anti-capitalism. Anyway, it's not Five Live. This isn't your dad's radio, so um, I probably should get on with it. (laughs) They're me being a modern-day football pundit. long-time listeners and lurkers shout out to the backstage crew you know who you are if you are new round here where have you been where have you been jane what a sad little life <laughs> but really where have you been uh, welcome to out of the tone 40 minutes give or take of messages from around the world left for me on a dealer's burner phone uh, i've got no idea what's about to be said and neither do you so technically we're in this one together uh, if you can hear a kerfuffle some might say outside it's scaffolders and i tell you what if they keep throwing poles at each other i could be tempted to open the window and objectify them so if you can hear any form of avant-garde banging during today's show, consider it avant-garde industria. 
Anyway, where were we? As people keep on insisting on calling me Scotty, I guess that's the name I shall go by. <laughs> Technically, my name's actually um, Barry. We'll go with Barry. <laughs> Do you remember when people were called Barry? Poor Barry. Anyway, as ever, my mate, but not yours, producer Debbie, is fiddling with the knobs, the lucky bitch. (laughs) Coming up, I tell you what, today's going to be a very dull show because I'm in actually a nice mood. This works better when I'm feeling more, shall we say, subtly violent or what other people call passive aggressive. (laughs) Coming up, very excitedly, we've got those 10 second confessions. Yes, new segment on the show in which you can purge yourself of guilt simply for our entertainment. You're welcome. Cannot wait for that. Looking forward to that. And remember, at any point you want to join in the chat, hashtag after the tone POD on them social media thingin' with jiggies. Uh, right, settle in, sort your pants out so they stop digging in, and let's see who's first in line. Hi, Scotty. Hi, producer Deb. Kate here, long time listener, first time caller. I have been telling all my friends how much I love the show, so I was <laughs> very excited to get a shout-out from my friend with the shitty nan. So I'm glad my proselytising has taken off. I guess I have a question, which is, does anyone else do the thing where they listen to the podcast each week, like literally for a year, and think about what they would say in response and come up with what they're going to say and then get too nervous and anxious and weird and don't send a message? Because that is usually me until today. I don't know why it's taken me so long to leave a message. I'm literally queer, recovering Catholic, heavily medicated, mental, plastic paddy. So in theory, I should fit right in. But anyway, I love the show very much. So thank you and much love. (laughs) Hello, Kate. Lovely to welcome you to the room. LLFC badge straight onto your face please welcome now I just want to pick up a few things there Kate because I feel quite triggered really because you said you're queer you're mental you're heavily medicated and you're a recovering catholic and a pastic paddy and so you feel you fit in well here are you saying I'm mental (laughs) could you imagine if after all this time I was like actually I find that very ableist term mentalness (laughs) No, absolutely cuckoo. Do you know what? Legitimately bananas. So welcome, Kate. So there's part of me that would, you know, like to be obtuse, I think posh people say. But also, like, you know, welcome to the gang. It's only, all you've got to do is pick up the blower, like you just did, and then you just press the go button on the WhatsApp and it happens. You know, what's the worst that could happen? I'm not going to do a character assassination of you, darling, because I tell you what, I only do that to people who deserve it. So, lovely. Welcome to the gang. You're here now. You don't need to go around in your mind about what you're going to say because you just said it. So, you know, next time, maybe you could come with, like, something a bit more interesting. (laughs) And that was the last time anyone heard from Kate. (laughs) Welcome to the gang, babe. Hi, Scotty. First time caller here, long time listener. I just saw your shout out for Dates Gone Wrong stories. This is my favourite story to tell from my Tinder career. So the context to this story is uh, I just got out of a eight-year relationship with a girl identified as a lesbian. 
dating women's just a bit of a faff really sometimes so I just started going on a few dates with blokes just for a bit of an ego boost so yeah I went on this date with this one guy who'd only been chatting a week or so and um he was like oh like you know what's your story so I said oh just got out of an eight-year relationship with a girl he's like oh yeah I've had a bit of a wild year too my ex broke my dick about a year ago we were having sex and she just like landed on it funny, snapped it at like 90 degrees. And I was like, oh, wow, I've just told you that I haven't seen a dick in eight years. And this is the first story you choose to tell me. OK, cool. So then he goes into like detail about it. Uh, he lived with his mum and like his mum obviously like, heard the scream, came running in, like, blood everywhere, whatever. Had to have like two operations on it, lost an inch of length apparently, but then was still telling me about how big it is now and he has to use whatever those giant condoms are and whatever. This is literally within like the first half an hour of the day as well. So most people would have left at that point, not me. Anyway, I had a few drinks and whatever. He ended up coming back to mine and literally walked into my room, got naked and was like, see, told you it was burnt. And I was just like, yeah, yeah, yes, it is. Nothing ended up happening because I was a bit alarmed at that. But um, yeah. And the final part of this story is that he's a bus driver and turns out that he was a bus driver on the route that I take to work every day. Also to add that I have the best mates in the world who now call him Willy Wonka. <laughs> Sorry, just getting a round of applause. That's the kind of content we want, okay, Kate? <laughs> Poor Kate. Oh, I should be really nice to Kate. It took Kate a lot of energy to call up and me just using it as a very easy way to have a little funny jibe at somebody. Well, I tell you what, this is a great call. First off, another long-time listener, first-time caller. Oh, my God, would you just stop? Please, the attention. <laughs> wow, what a story. Where do you start with that? I mean, I'm new into my Tinder career myself, and I tell you what, I am so bored of seeing homosexuals say they're looking for a player too because they're a gamer. Oh, my God, get in the bin. Get in the bin. The phrase sane and sorted, don't lie. Only people who are pretending to be less mental call themselves sane. Okay, like warning side. Also, everyone's fucking obsessed with how tall each other are. Oh, hello. Sane and sorted. Own my own house, own my own car, own my own business. And I'm nine foot. Swipe right. <laughs> Super like. Don't get that. That is proper big friend territory, isn't it? It's like this guy is actually really hot. And so he's not going to see you unless you super like him, which is going to cost you £12. No, I don't get it. Anyway, I really want to pick up <laughs> something that you said about dating a guy <laughs> might have been a bit easier. I mean, I'm paraphrasing here, but I was just like, can I meet the ones that are easier? Because I've only ever met ones that are quite emotionally defected. <laughs> oh, God, I almost fell over when you were talking about blood. Now, I have heard of this broken penis syndrome thing, because uh, when you go to the um, clinic, they ask you if you've got this... Um, Oh, it's something in Greek, I think, or Latin, one or the other. We're going to call it Pythagoras's dick because I can't remember what it is, but it's essentially, it's got a proper name for it because, yeah, I think it happens quite often. I mean, it's enough to put you off, isn't it? Now, I would actually usually say at this point, why didn't you tell us what it was like? Why didn't you see it? 
you know, because I'm a perverse witch. I mean, we all know this is completely fine. But you did. Well done. So, you know, it was a well-rounded story at the beginning, middle and an end. And Willy Wonka indeed, the bus driver. How fab. Quite tempted to have a look at it myself now. <laughs> Hi, Scotty. Kara here and all the crew. I walked past the pub last week, didn't I? The mentals have been kicking in this last week and it was so gorgeous listening from outside the pub. My feelings were I did want to call, you know, and then, yeah, my mentals were just kicking in so badly that it's like what you said at the beginning, you know what I mean, having to talk about shouting at the fucking mentals in the corner. Yeah, I just didn't have the ability to call because my mentals are telling me that you're just a fucking cunt. What the fuck? Who do you think you are? What are you doing? Who are you making laugh again? You're just being a fucking clown. It's all you're good for. It's been a fucking clown and a joke. Do you know what I mean? Make them laugh before they hate you. And yeah, mother stuff ain't been good. It's constant in the night at the moment. And it just, my one's just fucking horrendous to me. I remember someone saying you wouldn't say the things about anybody else, but what your mentals say about you. You know, it's like throwing hand grenades at myself. And once was doing so well. And then just hearing everyone's stories just last week, you know, it seems like we're all going for it, aren't we? It's about living with it now. And it was a little bit sad because I felt like I didn't, you know, the mentals had made me I didn't belong again. You know, it makes you feel so individual and that you're the broken one and everyone else seems to be sorting it out, even at this fucking ripe old age. Yeah, it reminded me of sort of, Possibly the first ever time of going, trying to go down Compton's at a young 17, 18, whatever it was, and looking through the pub doors and trying to pluck up the courage to come in. And I've just felt like I've just done that about ringing. It's just like ring out, as they say, is it's a non judgmental space and it doesn't always have to be giggles and laughs, even though that does get us through. Yeah, and I just heard you all talking at the bar and it was lovely. A little bit emotional to do with you talk. God oh, bless Ned. Anyway, appreciate everyone out there, man. You know, I'm trying to stay strong, finding it really hard to stay true. And I don't even know who the fuck is you, you know, at that moment. But I'm getting there, guys. You know, thanks for your reaching out and hearing that we're all sharing the same thing. Slow's going on, man. My head won't stop. You know, it's just fucking so annoying when it gets to that point that it just won't stop. I'm coming out of lockdown I'm not looking forward to. I'm trying to have faith in myself. I can't even have faith in humanity. And they're both linked to each other. You know, if you can't believe in yourself, how are you supposed to believe in others changing and humanity changing? And it just seems so scary. Everything seems so scary out there, man. I am going to stay true and I'm going to stay you and keep on keeping on. Big kiss, man. I'll speak to you all soon. Oh, hi, Gorgie. Thank you so much for um, picking up the blower. Always lovely to hear from the carer, innit? Carer's voice is like a big cuddle. Always feel very safe within it. Now, I just wanted to say, you know, everyone can have a week or seven off. Do you know what I mean? That's why Debbie and I, you know, we do three months and then we take a couple of weeks off because you just got to, you just got to have a bit of time to yourself. You pick up your fanny, do some other bits and bobs. So I just wanted to say that. But I also want to say, like, listening, completely contradicting what I just said to Kate earlier on, listening is very much contributing. You can sit there, you can debate whether to call up or not, whatever. Hopefully that presence of knowing that number is about 
is useful for lots of different reasons, be it a bit of a an amen in the pub or a bit of a laugh or a bit of a giggle or a bit of, you guess what happened? So, yeah, I just wanted to say that, that, you know, there is never an expectation that everybody has to pick up the phone every week because, you know, it'd get fucking tiring, wouldn't it? And so, you know, I love that analogy of listening at the door. So, Kara, lovely to see you in the room. Remember, we're only a phone call away. No expectation to be funny, dear, because if there was an expectation to be funny, I think people would have left this podcast a long time ago because, you know, largely, I am just a dickhead. <laughs> Hi Scotty, hi producer Deb, that JRF, the carer, gorgeous Fran, and Providenza, hi loves. Scotty, I'm a new, a new listener, first time sending you in a voice message, but I was listening to episode 7 and I heard that your lovely granddad was from Donegal and I just had to message you in and just be like, I knew there was something I fucking liked about you babe. <laughs> I nearly wet myself when you said that his favourite song was I've Got a Feeling. Oh, he'd be bopping. Yeah, I just wanted to say thank you so much for this podcast. Thanks for all the work that you and producer Deb do. It really is bringing a bit of joy to my fucking life at the minute. I just also wanted to send loads and loads of love to that JRF and Providenza and Fran and the carer because you're all amazing. And thank you for being so open and talking about issues of grief, loss, um, medication, neurodiversity. It has meant a lot to this big queer in a very small English town. So uh, sending you loads of love. Oh, hello. I love a new caller. You know me. (laughs) Now, calling from a very small English town. Well, it definitely sounds like that accent from you. It's from a small English town, doesn't it? So how did you get there? I've got other questions. But anyway, that's a gorgeous chat from over the way in the north there. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Yes, I'm from Donegal, the homeland, the motherland, as the plastic paddies like to call it. And um, when you then said, oh, you knew there was something that you liked about me. Can we just acknowledge that I'm actually a very rounded human being? Don't be fat phobic. I'm a very rounded human being that actually there should be many facets again don't be fat phobic there should be many facets to me that you like not just the fact that I've got an Irish birth certificate okay okay hun and also all of this like oh I hope this one's okay and I hope that one's okay what about me what about me am I okay Oh, just as well as good as I'm fucking from Ireland, then you're all fucking fine. Why is it that sucking cock and deep-throating it is fine, but having to do a COVID test makes me gag? Five minutes later, and yes, I do want to say that that was incredibly much a slutty humble brag. Well, I'll try and answer this as professionally as I can, as somebody with a lot of experience in the field, in the genre. Um, I don't know. Let me have a think about this. Um, No, I don't know. Pass. Hi, Scotty. Here's my date gone wrong story. Matched with someone, got on really well, ranged me up. Of course, his phone went dead, didn't reply till the evening. I let that slide. Stupid. And we arranged to meet up again. He was super, super keen. In the morning, I'm asking, where are we meeting or when are we meeting? 
and he doesn't really reply. I decide to go in anyway, and then I find out he's blocked me. Well, that's cool. Then a couple of weeks later, I meet up with some new friends from a Facebook group, go to add one of them on Instagram later. Who's her boyfriend? That fucking guy. Oh my god. Well, I'm saying oh my god. Am I surprised? Am I fuck? This is why I think heterosexual monogamous people are lying to themselves. Do you know what I mean? Like, insert something about men here, firstly. Secondly, ghosting. It's just the height of fucking rudeness. I mean, it's not like you have to -to face-to-face tell somebody I don't want to go. You can literally send them a message via text saying... I'm not coming. I can't abide lateness on dates. I recently experienced this where someone was late by an hour and more for me for saying, oh, I'll mill about. They were late by an hour because their washing hadn't finished yet. Now, the reason why I waited is because I turned to the girlfriends in the WhatsApp. I was like, ladies, what do I do? And they were like, well, how fit is he? I sent a picture and they were like, I think you should wait. <laughs> My friend Joe, God bless her, we love Joe. Joe was like, Well, I mean, it's a lovely day out. I can empathise. <laughs> it's a really good day to get the washing out. <laughs> so, oh, well, there you go. I'll tell you what, there's a moral a theme that's emerging from this week, which is um, men are just dickheads. <laughs> and that's a theme that we've only just come to this week. <laughs> I think it might be time for a halfway breather. <laughs> I think we might need a little theme tune. I think we might need a little... Ta-da! <laughs> anyway, you know me, halfway through, I like to have a little sit down and a biscuit because, you know, blood sugars and all of that. And uh, turn to the internet. And what a lovely little review we've got over on the Twitter vision here from somebody called Lauren. I'm just sat on a train in Melbourne. Someone's listening to it in Melbourne. Do you know what I mean? I haven't got much going on there, so they've got to do something with their life. I really like this, though. Just sat on a train in Melbourne, Australia, just in case we didn't know. Love that for you, Lauren. Loving the podcast and feel like there is such a lush queer family sharing amazing things. Get over to it. I highly recommend it. Thank you, Scotty and producer Deb. So isn't that lovely? People from over the way. That's really over the way, isn't it? Getting involved. We would like you to join in that chat too. Hashtag after the tone POD. Why not give us a review on something? I'll tell you why, because then it just gives me something to talk about in this section. I couldn't fucking care less what you thought about the thing. It just gives me something to talk about when we're not listening to you lot fucking talk about how tragic your lives are (laughs) so feel free to write something on the internet or don't i mean whatever but you can also join us in the backstage crew where we do have some really great gossips patreon.com forward slash after the tone there you'll be able to help us keep us on air because you can donate like a pound a week which is like a pound an episode a pound for 40 minutes Come on, you spend more than that on a sunbed. So uh, do consider doing that because, I mean, it will keep us going. Otherwise, the pub might close and I might die. I mean, it won't be that drastic, but, you know, you've got to put something on the line here. Right, let's get on with the show. (laughs) Hi, Scotty. Hi, producer Deb. There was a thing you said a couple of episodes ago. You said, fuck decorum. And it just landed and it completely resonated with me. So just before the beginning of lockdown, I became exclusive with somebody that I'd been seeing for a bit 
before the lockdown came in, I was already thinking, you know, I need to get out more. Work was doing me in and I was sort of staying at home. And then, of course, you know, the big pandemic thing happened. I asked my boyfriend if it'd be okay for me to stay. And I was a bit worried about how that might play out and what effect that might have on this very new relationship. And he was like, it'll be fine, Sal. And you know what? (laughs) It's been bloody brilliant. It's an absolute fucking diamond. So that, that part of everything's been really lovely but you know there's been this thing going on so uh I was getting a bit low had a bit of a low mood and I was doing things like I bought myself some um colorful socks <laughs> put a little smile on my face when I put them on in the morning and I bought him some colorful pants and that put a smile on my face but I see him in his pants <laughs> but yeah work got really really heavy I work for a women's health charity supporting people that are in really difficult situations it got to the point where I got really really stressed and my hair fell out so I've got this alopecia thing going on now which has been a bit of a process and I'm guessing I'm not alone I'm guessing you know it's a stress-related thing and I reckon there's going to be quite a few people you know rocking the bald look I have to say I'm very lucky that the whole sort of headscarf thing does it does suit me I've got to rethink the rest of my wardrobe but (laughs) but you know sort of I'm, I'm rocking I'm rocking it I'm sort of getting my head around it um But, you know, my new boyfriend is 10 years younger than me. So I suppose there was this sort of concern of, um, is he still going to find me attractive? And he's been fabulous and reassuring and told me that when I've made the decision to actually shave my hair off, that he thought that was dead sexy. So, you know, what a lovely thing to say. Um, But, yeah, I'm 51 on the old HRT, you know, as you do. And as a part of this HRT thing, there's this gel that you're supposed to rub on the inside of your thighs, right? So in the evening, I go into the bathroom, I take my trousers off. (laughs) And of course, this, you know, the the instructions for this gel is you're supposed to put it on the inside of your thighs. So of course, you're not going to ever so daintily put it on the inside of one thigh. No, of course, you're not going to do that, are you? You're going to stick your ass out, squat down, open your legs and rub it on inside of both thighs at the same time you know but every night I'm there right I've got all my clothes on the top trousers off often ridiculously colorful socks on <laughs> and now a bald head rubbing this cream into my thighs looking like fucking Vic Reeves off the telly and in my head I've got you saying fuck decorum and you know what <laughs> yeah it just puts a smile on my face so I just wanted to share that (laughs) and yeah and I will say thanks for everything you're doing but you know everyone else is saying that so you know you're doing a good job and uh yeah appreciate the safe space that you're creating for everyone cheers bye (laughs) safe space my ass with a fucking amount of weird shit that you lot get up to safe space people keep on calling it that and i tell you what you're all too fucking mental for this to at all be anywhere near the word safe unsafe space i think i'm gonna go for with you lot what a brilliant description of who you i feel like if i met you out i'd be like right sit down bottle of wine here we go (laughs) great drag name alopecia you're welcome. Uh, now, it runs in my family. So at some point in my life, I potentially will get it. My granddad had alopecia in his late 30s and then in his 50s, largely stimulated by depression and low mood and anxiety. I don't know if that's a thing. 
I'm not being a doctor here. I'm not saying that's what happens. Just those two instances happened in my granddad's life. My aunt's got it. She's had it forever, actually, since I was a kid. And often stress-related. She's got a very stressful job. And then um, my mum had it as well, post-cancer as well. So at some point, you know, it might be a bit of a look. And so I'm quite inspired by your um, novelty socks slash novelty pants. Although I tell you what, there is nothing more unattractive then I'm trying to beat around the bush here because I don't want to go into Toby territory because, you know, Toby always comes on and says something quite out there that you have to take a big gasp of breath in. But there's nothing more unsexy than an aroused human being in a pair of novelty pants that say Wednesday on them. Oh, no. Oh, I, I tell you what. It's the least sexy thing in the world, which is a pair of Garfield pants with, you know someone protruding out of it no thank you you know well done on you getting the d (laughs) and on the hrt as well good on ya and what a beautiful visual of you lubing up your thighs (laughs) so i hope you call back because it was lovely to have ya it was really lovely to have you you know how to tell a story didn't ya and now it's time for a new segment on the show, which is the 10 second confession. I literally cannot wait. I'm beside myself. You might have heard last week that I was asking you lot to confess something in 10 seconds and I would mm, heal you of your sins whilst telling the rest of the room <laughs> the ridiculous shit that you've got up to. So let's see what you have to confess to this week. Hi, Scotty. My confession is that I say 800 years as a way of getting stuff from my boyfriend, because he's British. 800 years occupation. This is my confession. Last year I took MDMA for the first time on a three-hour bus home the next day. I got sick into my mask and all over the bus toilet about 20 minutes into the journey. My confession is that I still sometimes buy my toenails and I bite my nails all the time and it's really gross and I wish I could stop but I'm 30. <laughs> Oh my god, this is my new favourite part of the show. Brilliant, excellent. Okay. <laughs> Take back the six counties, 800 years of occupation. Oh my god. Gas. <laughs> I think gaslighting woke British people is going to be a brilliant pastime. <laughs> I'm saying it as if we haven't been doing it for 800 years. <laughs> Oh, that really tickled me. MDMA on the back of a bus. Oh, many a time that I have been sucked. Sorry, I'll say that again. Many a time I have been sick into a handbag on like-minded substances and biting your nails. Well, I mean, it is filthy considering there's a pandemic which literally could kill you from putting your hands in your mouth. So you should know better. Okay, all of you, I want you to do three Hail Marys. And what I mean by that is I want you to go down the local high street, you see a queen, and then you're just going to like shower her in praise. That's how you do a Hail Mary. (laughs) Hail Mary, full of grace. Yeah? Yeah. She was full of grace, lesbian. <laughs> I can't remember the Hail uh, Mary. Hail Mary, full of grace. It's in there. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou. Oh my God. I've got to learn Hail Mary. Why have I got to learn it? I've spent years trying to not remember this fucking cultish shit. If you ask me the Lord's Prayer, I'd know that. 
often count that whilst in the throes. <laughs> hi, Scotty. Hi, producer Deb. Hi, everyone in the room. Miss Fran here. How's everyone doing? Thanks for um, the birthday wishes, Scotty. And yeah, you're right. I don't give a shit about a fucking mortgage. Why would I? Anyway, I had a really lovely birthday, actually. Socialised for the first time in... God, I don't know how long. I'm a bit of a loner, so it's just me and my best mate. But it was amazing. I walked home that night and just felt loved. Like, genuinely loved. And I think it reminds me that actually... There's still deeper layers of work that I need to do on myself. I feel like it's a constant work in progress. But anyway, a really interesting conversation that came out when we were at dinner was about trauma and trauma with a capital T. And then there's lots of little traumas with a little T. My therapist said that to me a couple of years ago. And actually it made me realise that there has been some trauma with capital T's that I just maybe haven't realised. Anyway, birthdays are always reflective, aren't they? So for me, they are. Oh, has anyone else been having really fucking awful, weird dreams recently? Like really vivid shit? Or is that just me? I don't know. Maybe it's because I had cheese. Who knows? I hope everyone's doing all right. And are navigating through maybe some anxieties and stuff as things open up a bit more in the UK. I know I was, still am. It also highlights like loneliness, I guess. Like if you don't have loads of mates, you don't have loads of social invites, it can put you in a weird headspace. Anyway, I hope everyone's looking after themselves. As always, lots of love. Bye! Lovely friend here! I feel like that's the way that you get announced to the room. Were you having a piss when you were sending that message? I was very distracted by a trickle in the background. I mean, that's not a complaint. Actually, I'd prefer it if more people thought about the audial experience. So if you were, what a healthy trickle that you've got. Got? Jesus, I've got Jesus on the... Got... What's happening to me? Have I got, like, Catholic Tourette's? Anyway... Calm down. Here we go again. Really interesting conversation at dinner. Trauma. Now, I hate to tell you this, Fran. There are way more interesting conversations to be having, apart from sitting there (laughs) re-traumatising yourself. Maybe other listeners of the show could call up and give us some suggestions on things that, you know, the sane and sorted people of Tinder talk about over dinner. I bet they just talk about line of duty, don't they? God, people are so dull. Yes, this idea about vivid dreams. Well, at the start of lockdown back in 1752, I was having those weird dreams. Then I just upped my medication and they went, which is fab, because it just means that you can like sleep a bit better at night. But I might have to pull you up on something and be like, somebody who's not got loads of friends, what are we? Fucking drop liver? All of us sat here listening to you every week, please, Fran, here. Where are all your friends, please? Thank you very much. That's what Fran does with our friendship, everybody. Just throws it back in our face. (laughs) With a big T for trauma. Ah, yes, Scotty, love. It's that JRF here. Hello, how are you? Hello, producer Debbie, I had a carer. Hello, Liam and Liam. Oh, lovely Toby. Lovely Kirsten, darling, proper dancer. Our LA correspondent. 
darling Fran and the rest of the ATT crew. Hello there. It's your Auntie Jean. No, don't be silly. It's that JRF. So, firstly, I no longer have a flashlight because it was so complicated before using it. It was advised that you leave it in a bowl of warm water so it gets to a body temperature. Then once you've uh, <clears throat> into it, you then wash it again and then use starch powder to stop it sticking together. I'm like, Jesus Christ, the sort of analog version of that, you just rub yourself with a wet flannel. You don't need to like wash and talc yourself. <laughs> but any road, yeah, my favourite biscuits. It's from a supermarket that rhymes with Jamesbury's. Yeah, they do their own dark chocolate covered ginger biscuit. Oh, I love a ginger nut. I really do. A chocolatey ginger nut. Yes, please. In my mouth hole. But obviously, because I've said ginger nut, <laughs> coquettish giggles from behind a fan. Ginger knots always remind me of many years ago. I once went home with a gentleman caller. He was a ginger person. He removed his clothes and presented his genitals to me. And um, I do sometimes wake up in a cold sweat and I think, oh, I shouldn't have said this. But I looked at his junk and I just said, do you know, it looks like uh, a load of baby mice in a nest. Because they were like really red and kind of almost see-through. You should have put some ointment on it anyway. I thought I'd just share that with the group. Chocolate-covered ginger nuts. Oh, can he get enough? And we'll settle for a filthy ginger nut as well. Anyway, love and light, God bless, sweetheart. And a uh, big kiss from that JRF. Bye! Still, every time, every week, it's that JRF here. As if we don't know... As if the big Camp Mary has just suddenly come onto the show. <laughs> and we're like, who's this? <laughs> now, that was quite the involved recipe, wasn't it? All of that to do... I mean, where'd you get starch powder from, first off? Anyway, I wonder if Nigella's got a cheat. You know, uh, she loves a shortcut, doesn't she, with the macuave. Do you know, I'm not partial to a ginger nut. I tell you why. You put that in your biscuit box. No euphemisms here, please. <clears throat> you put that in your um, biscuit box. It, in fact... <laughs> It infects everything else. No, come on, keep it together, please, everybody. But it does, the smell doesn't... <laughs> the smell does affect everything else in your box. So uh, I'm just not partial to it. Now, recently, I did go, don't ask why, just go with it as being something that you recognise is part of my character i went on to the mcvitties website and they've got a little comment bit there where people talk about the biscuits and people were rating the biscuits well people were up in arms about their ginger nut recipe changing i mean some people were full-on brexiteering over it so um anytime you you fancy looking at like how 
stupid English people are, feel free to go on the McVitie's website. If you too have got any biscuit anecdotes, feel free to tell fucking somebody else because I can't fucking give a shit. It's just a fucking biscuit. And that is it for yet another week. What a lovely show. So many new people are coming, eh? That's nice. Oh, a bit of a love there for the carer. Because, do you know, when we show a bit of vulnerability... When we show a bit of vulnerability... I just showed some there. (sighs) Wouldn't be a show without me burping, would it? You know, it's always nice to acknowledge and give a little bit of a a virtual rub. But many a question has been started today, isn't it? Many a question. Some really lovely stories as well. So thank you so much for getting involved. If you want to keep the chat going, hashtag after the tone <laughs> P-O-D. You can also join us on Patreon for a pound a week. Patreon.com forward slash after the tone. And I tell you what, desperate for some more confessions. If you've got a 10 second confession, I can rid you of your sins. Just make sure it's 10 seconds or less. Otherwise... That sin's forever going to be with you. If you uh, have got a confession, if you got a question, if you want to join in the conversation, all you've got to do is open up the WhatsApp and send us a voice note to this number. 0788-200-3420. Honestly, me and Debbie would love to see you in the next few weeks. So, yeah, come and drop us a line. And as Kate lovely said at the top of the show, we know it can be, you know, a bit nerve-wracking. But once you're in, you're in. <laughs> Which is what your one with HRT said. So, <laughs> do you know what? I'm wasted on this podcast, actually. I should be on Dave. Right. <laughs> Have a gorgy week, whatever you get up to. And remember, if something comes up, something comes a cropper, or if someone comes over you, oh my God, I went into Toby territory there. I'm so sorry. Drop us a line, because, you know, always gorge to hear from you, apart from you, okay? You, yeah, you. Don't want to hear from you, but you, lovely. All right, Hans, have a gorge one. See you in a bit. Shh. After the tone, after the tone is presented by me, Scotty, and produced by Debbie Kilbride with theme tunes from Liv Morris and Louise Mother Soul. Shout out to podcast.co. After the tone is a Debbie Productions production. Catch us every Thursday for new episodes. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.